Hello everyone, hope you all been well. Today on Ghost Travelers Podcast, we'll be talking with Carla Pickett. We'll be talking to Carla about how she got into the paranormal field and about how she and her husband started her tour group in Gettysburg called Lifting Spirits Paranormal Society. So please join us on this journey with Carla. Carla, thank you for coming on Ghost Travelers Podcast today. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. If you could, can you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got into the paranormal field? Okay. Um, my name is Carla Hare. Um, my husband, I, husband and I own um, Lifting Spirits Paranormal Society in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Um, as far as how I got into the paranormal, um, it's kind of been a thing that's occurred in my life since I was a child. Um, when I was 10 years old, and I'm not sure if it contributes to this, but this is when I first started experiencing anything. But when I was 10 years old, um, one night I was really sick. And I remember I had a fever of 104.7. And um, I kept telling my mother I needed to go to the hospital because I was really sick. Well, she was a single mother of five. We didn't have any health insurance. And she said, um, I can't really afford to take you. I'll just give you some over-the-counter medicine. And I kept telling her, I said, no, I need to go to the hospital. I, I feel like I'm going to die. Now, I'm 10 years old, but this is what I'm telling her. And so um, she gave me the over-the-counter medicine. And I went to bed that night, which I was really scared because I kept crying, telling her. I was like, I have to go. I have to go. I'm going to die. And anyway, so I went to sleep. And I had this dream that seemed really real. And um, in the dream, I know a lot of people know, you know, what the image of Jesus is. And um, he was there, and he had the long, dark hair, um, the dark mustache, the dark beard. But I have to tell you, because the image I saw did not look like the pictures of Jesus, like that you see that the church, you know, shows to everybody. His hair was really dark, okay? Um, And his beard and his mustache was really dark. And he had skin that was, um, looks like you'd be walking around in the sun, so like a suntan type skin. Mm-hmm. But it, but anyway, um, he took me by the hand and told me it was time to go. And I remember I was crying, telling him I didn't want to go. And he's holding my hand and we're walking. And um, it looked like um, almost like a fog, like at your feet as you're walking. And everything was really dark all the way around. And you're walking like um, almost like through a cave or a tunnel. And then there's like this really bright, you know, light at the end of this. And... I remember telling him I didn't want to go, and I kept hugging back, and he kept saying, it's time to go, it's time to go, and I was crying, and then um, he got down on his knees, like, you know, so he was, like, face-to-face with me, and he said, why don't you want to go, and I said, because I want to stay with my mother and my brothers and sisters, and then he said something to me, and I can't remember what he said, but I can see his lips moving like it was yesterday, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to sleep that night, and I woke up the next day, and I wasn't sick anymore. And uh, so from then after, as I became, that was when I was 10, but when I became a teenager, I started experiencing things like, um, it was kind of weird at the time, like it scared me a lot. I started to uh, see, um, like, ghosts, you know, and I was really scared, and I remember... I would always go get in the bed with my sister because I couldn't sleep. I was scared to death of, it would just be like, 
random ones and sometimes they wouldn't say anything but they would be like standing at the end of my bed and um just kind of looking at me and um so anyway throughout the years it was like every house I moved into there was some kind of paranormal activity that happened you know um like people would come to my house and they would see different things happening like uh for instance there was a person that was at my house one night and they said they were going to the bathroom and they felt something tap on their shoulder or like um one time the christmas tree had been standing for like three weeks and you know it just fell over or like um i talk about it like it's normal because it is to me (laughs) um sorry you know a a laundry basket would fly across the room like just all these different crazy things happened every house i moved to and Finally, somebody said to me, you know, it's you. And I said, what do you mean? I said, because I said, you know, every house I moved to is haunted. And they're like, no, it's you. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean it's me? Well, because I thought it happened to everybody, you know. Yeah. I thought it was normal. And um, so then I just was like, okay, maybe it's maybe it is me because nobody else was having these experiences. And um I don't know. I started getting like high level of intuition and um, I started like praying and writing things. And um, when I'd write these things, I'd put a date on them and like they would happen. Or yeah. I would pray and say, okay, what am I supposed to do next in my life? And I would immediately go with like, I call it a, I call it like a, I don't know, not like a trance, but. I don't know what you would call it. I call it like a, some kind of zone, but the pencil would like take over and I would just write things after I prayed and I would be like, okay, so you want me to do this? And I, you know, there was many times where I'd say, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to move here. There's no way I'm going to go start this job or there's no way I'm going to do this. But anyway, so I started following my writings and they all just started happening. Or like I said, you know, I'd, have see like an event happen and I'd write down the date and then like of course my family everybody was thought I was crazy and then I would go back to my paper and I would say look I wrote this seven years ago it's happening you know so so in other words I know I'm saying a lot all at once but I guess in other words I guess the paranormal kind of found me is what I'm getting at (laughs) no I kind of I do understand what you're kind of saying um so when you were kind of I would say kind of channeling and doing some automatic writing from whatever's telling you to go there um is that how you find your way to uh decided to move to Gettysburg yeah well you know the things I write are like they're scriptural too and okay so with the writings um because I published a few books too um and they're like scriptural writings but with Gettysburg it was like when I was seven, because I grew up in Maryland, so when I was seven, um, I came up for a field trip. They brought us up to the Gettysburg Battlefield for a field trip, and I remember, like, I felt like I was at home. Like, I really liked the area. I don't know. I had, like, this weird feeling where I just felt like I belonged there, but when it came time for the field trip to end and the bus to leave, I actually hid Hmm. So I got in a lot of trouble from the chaperones and the bus drivers because, you know, they were on a time schedule. But so then I just when I, I remember when I left there, I just feel like, man, I really want to move here. I really want to move here. But then I 
totally, as I got older, just totally forgot about it. But then, um, excuse me, in 96, um, it was like I had a friend that had an accident and I was nursing, doing nursing at the time. So I had to come up and help them. And um, it's just, and then my writings were telling me, um, have you ever heard of Saks Bridge? Yes. Okay. Well, my writings were telling me back in 2007 to go find this bridge. Um, I didn't know where this bridge was. And I kept looking for it and looking for it and looking for it. Couldn't find it. So in 2013, um, I saw this ad for a paranormal investigator in the local paper. And I told my husband, I said, I got this strong inclination that I have to do this. And my husband was like, well, I don't think we should meddle in that kind of stuff. And I said, well, you know, I've been dealing with this all my life, so I'm going to have to do it with or without you. And then I waited a couple weeks, and then um, I told my husband again, I said, look, I'm going to have to do this with or without you. And he was like, okay, well, I'll jump on board. So we ended up um, working for this company, and the place that they took the tours to was the bridge. And when we got there, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the bridge. So what my writings told me to do back in 2007 was to go to the bridge and help these lost soldiers cross over. Like I said, all of this, I was just kind of like, okay, whatever, because I ignored the writings and I tried to ignore the paranormal for so long because, you know, so many people have different um, thoughts on it. You know, they're like, how can you be a Christian? How can you believe in Jesus? But, you know, you're meddling in the paranormal because some people have different beliefs and they think they're all demonic, yeah. but that's not, that's not what I was feeling. And, um, so, you know, I went to the bridge and, um, it's just, it's amazing when I, when I go there, it's a feeling like, like I was there before and I have so much activity when I go there. Um, and they know my name, which is really weird. Um, I've had them so many times, like in the sweep radio and on the recorders, say, Carla. And I feel like when you do the paranormal, you have to have like a, the gift of discernment because, you know, just as you have the good spirits, you also have the bad spirits. And I can determine with their voices on if they're bad or good. And I know some people can, but some people can't. And, you know, the paranormal field is not for everyone, honestly. It's not because some people get themselves in a lot of trouble, you know, um, meddling in the paranormal and doing some crazy things to invoke these demonic ones, which is not a good thing unless you are walking in the full armor of God to do so. Because, um, how can I say it? Some people have a calling for it and some don't and i've seen a lot of people get attachments i've seen some people have some serious illnesses um a lot of what are so-called accidents but they're not um in other words some of this might sound crazy to people but see with me it seems normal because when you totally okay you have to live in the material world obviously because you have to work you have to support your family and you know do this and that but when you see things as a spiritual world, when you can see through that other realm, it's so much different. And no, I completely understand what you're saying is, um, I would kind of, well, not kind of, mostly I would um, call myself a sensitive um, person that you can feel uh, spirit energy that can come into the room. I can tell if they're 
good and bad spirits with the energy. Right. And I can tell what part of the room they're in. And I completely get what you're saying. And at Satchett's Bridge, there's like a... How can I say it? Um, I guess it would be like a positive energy there. I don't feel any negative energy and stuff. When I go there with my team, we always come out with a really good activity. Like nothing's there to harm you or any way. Right. And we ask saying, hey, can you please introduce yourself we don't do any provoking at all right and we always leave on a good note saying thank you uh, for communicating with us and every time when we go back and they recognize us every time right and they always give us um show themselves to us right and a lot of the teams too and see that i feel when you have you know when you have the like you said the sensitivity um it's almost calming to them too. Like, I mean, cause I can pick up on the, their energy, like you said, and you know, the physical world and the spiritual world. And we've even captured where they've said, you know, straight up before a woman is like, she can watch and feel the other side. And this guy is like, mm-hmm, she sure can. And I'm just like, wow. So, um, it's, how can I explain it? Well, you know, because you're sensitive, but I'm trying to explain it to your uh, viewers too. But like, I can feel the energy. I can just be walking and be like, okay, there's one right there. And I'll snap a picture. And everywhere I snap a picture, that direction, I get a full body apparition. Wow. I mean, I've got some amazing photos out there. Um, my husband and I even got one photo where they were, Time Magazine was actually asking for one of our photos. But um, they, I, I don't, you know, you got to, the media and the newspapers and stuff, they always want something in you know, differently. Like they want to edit this and that. And I don't, I'm not about lying about it. You know, you either capture it or you don't. And, um, I would say out at Saks, I'd say out at Saks Bridge, I had two really, I mean, I always have really good experiences, but the one out there, we were sitting out there and, um, nobody was out there except for me, my husband and another team member of ours, ours. And, started I was looking down in my photos you know to see which photos I had captured and I started hearing these boots clanging together you know like like the spurs like a whole yeah. bunch of them just like marching across the bridge and I'm like not looking up because I'm like oh here comes some more people you know and a couple minutes later I looked up and I'm like nobody came by I'm like did anybody else hear that and my husband's like yeah I heard it too and it was so loud and um then another time I was out there and I was, um, cause I always, we always pray before we go out there, obviously, but I always try to cross them over and explain to them, you know, that Jesus is going to forgive them. And, um, we've asked them before, you know, have you ever seen Jesus out here? And they'll tell us all the time. And, um, the one night in particular, I was talking to a soldier and, I was telling him, you know, you need to go, your time's up, we thank you for, you know, participating in the war and everything you did for us, but, you know, it's really time for you to move on. And he says, but I killed a guy. And this is all, you know, recorded. This is all, you can hear this anytime. And um, as soon as he says, but I killed a guy, I heard this voice, and I kid you not, was so, and not just in my ears because I'm gifted or whatever, but, I mean, like, it's on recording, you hear this voice in the background saying, come. And it was so, oh my gosh, this voice was so amazing. It was like, you could hear it was powerful and it, you could feel like 
it would shake the earth. I'm not even kidding. Like wow. I'm telling the God's honest truth. And I was just like, wow. So do you believe that um, your own personal experience, do you believe that was God himself saying to the soldier saying, I forgive you. Let's go. When honestly, when I heard that voice, like I said, it's not a voice that you would ever expect to hear. It was just so deep and so loud and so powerful. And it was like, come. I mean, I can't even make the voice. But the the soldier was obviously running around like in panic because he's like, but I killed a guy. I killed a guy. And you could hear the distress in his voice. Mm-hmm. And then you hear that loud voice say, come. And I was like, wow. It was just, it's, it's amazing. And when that voice happened, did you uh, sense uh, that the soldier uh, left the area? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Because we, yeah. when we go out to Satchis Bridge, we have really great communication with the spirits there. And we always see like shadow figures there. We hear footsteps there as well from what you were saying as well. Yeah. I had One other time I was out there and I... I remember I was walking across the bridge while I was standing, you know, the, the path that goes down into the woods, like when you first get to the bridge on the one side. Yep. And, and then you keep going back there and then there's the waterfall. And I kept feeling like they were protecting that water for some reason. Like, I don't know, they got kind of territorial down towards that end, but not like they were going to be demonic or anything, just kind of like, I don't know, maybe I was seeing what was going on before, but Anyway, um, I was talking to them, and when I came back up the bridge, because I had to find Daniel because he was out, my husband was out there with um, some other friends, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm down here by myself. I probably should walk on up with the rest of the people. And as I got to the bridge, I felt these fingers. You know how, like, you would feel somebody grab a hold of your arm, like, on your um, forearm, like, telling you to stop or whatever? I felt that plain as day. I felt fingers go across my forearm. Um, but they felt like how if you have like a sheer um, curtain flowing and your windows are open and blowing the breeze, yep. they were like real soft, like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I'm trying to give you the best perception I can, but I definitely felt them like the whole hand just like wrap around my forearm, like telling me to come back and finish talking to them is what I got out of it. Wow, that is a great personal experience. Um, you mentioned before that you run a ghost tour business in Gettysburg. Uh, you and your husband does. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about your uh, ghost tour and what you guys do and bring your guests to? Um, it's called Lifting Spirits Paranormal Society, which I also got that name in my writing too. <laughs> because at the time I was hearing like Lifting Spirits, literally. But then um, lifting spirits of the, the flesh, like the people that are alive, because it opens people's eyes because, okay, if I'm, I'm going to get into that too, which you asked me, I'm sorry. But if you do not believe in a spiritual realm, if you believe that this physical world is all that exists, you're never, ever going to believe you'd be able to open your eyes to Jesus when he comes. Does that make sense? Yeah, it kind of does, yes. Because he is light. He is light. And people say he is light, but honestly, he is light. (laughs) And, uh, you know, there's so many people that walk around that aren't believers. And when we take them on our tour, some are so skeptic. And we're just like, okay, well, when you're done with the tour, you know, you're going to maybe change your mind. (laughs) 
and we've had people there that, well, one couple in particular, these two guys, were a little very, very disrespectful to the soldiers, saying some pretty terrible things. And um, when we were sitting there at the end of the night doing our EDP session, he was like, um, I got to go. And I was like, what? And he said, it feels like somebody is squeezing my groin area. And he was freaked out, and literally he left. <laughs> but I was like, uh, the things you were saying to them probably made him a little upset. But what we do is, first of all, we pray over the whole group. We make sure everybody has the armor of God on before we go out. We say a prayer. Um, <clears throat> we've taken them to the Saks Bridge. We've taken them to the David Stewart Farm. We've taken them to um, the Belladary Inn. Plus the house we were residing in in Gettysburg. We could bring them in there because we could go in our backyard and get activity. Um, and we would go over all the equipment before we left so they all understood exactly what each piece of equipment would do. Um, and then we would take them out, and they always said, you know, they felt safe when they were with me and my husband. Um, some of them were scared to death before they left, but they said they felt safe, like, because they just felt protected. And then... Um, we would investigate out at the areas for a few hours, and then we would do an EVP session um, with the recorders and the sleep radio and ask questions. Wow, that's very cool. Um, what would you say at one of your uh, locations that you investigated, I would say, um, was your best EVPs that you ever caught and shared with the group? <laughs> you know... My husband and I always try, honestly, um, me and my husband always try to narrow down which one was our best investigation. But they're all, like, equal. They really are. And um, we can we go in the daytime. We can go in the daytime and get just as many EVPs as we do at night. Um, I'd have to say, I mean, they're all good experiences, but when we went to the David Stewart farm, yet again, there was... Um, they were trying to show me something and I kept being drawn to this wall and I would ask them, what is it you want to show me? Like, what is it you want to show me? I know it's something at this wall. And I'd be like, okay, is it this way? And they would literally say hotter, colder, you know, just like we would do. Yeah. Um, and they're all recordings. Like I said, this is not just me hearing it in my intuition. Um, but the, they told me about this wall in the barn there and they told me that it was like a bank note that was um, in the wall and everything. So I told the owner of it and she said she was going to check into it. Um, this was just recently and I haven't checked back with her yet to see, but I know she did find um, some, some Confederate soldiers on her land and she just had them exhumed and um, proper burial. Wow. That's a pretty cool experience. Yeah. So um, for um, the, the short amount of time that we have left together, um, for somebody would like to get into the paranormal field and maybe try out a ghost tour or um, investigation, do you have any tips or anything for the new person that would like to hop into the paranormal field? Um, I would say definitely go with someone that has experience in being in the field. Um, and I'm... You know, a lot of people have different, you know, different beliefs and stuff. But my honest opinion, the only way when we do come across some, you know, demonic or angry spirits or whatever, in our, all of our years, the only thing that has ever been the protection is the word of God. And I'm, I'm telling you, that's the truth. That is really the truth. You start speaking the word of God, 
and everything is peaceful and they can't harm you. But, um, don't, I wouldn't say provoke, don't go out thinking it's a joke because it's really not. I know a lot of the younger groups like to go out and provoke and try to, um, get activity that way, but you don't need to respecting them. I feel is the best way to get the activity and treating them like your loved one, like your grandfather, your grandmother, somebody's loved one. Yeah, um, and that's like the number one rule in my group. When we go out, I tell my members is the number one rule you're not allowed to do is provoking. Because we go in there to treat them with respect. And when right. we go out in Gettysburg, we say thank you so much for your service. Exactly. Thank you so much for your time communicating with us. You're not allowed to follow us home, but we'll be um, coming back here uh, very soon to communicate with you for you don't be alone or lonely. Exactly. Because they don't have to speak to us. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Um, for somebody would like to reach out to you and maybe uh, come with you on your uh, tour guide and your um, investigations, do you have like a website or anything for they can yes, reach out to you? we do. Um we have um, Um It has our phone numbers listed on there. We also do house blessings free of charge. We get calls to go in and clean out any kind of paranormal activity. Um, we've had a lot of success with that. Um, we also are going to be on uh, facettv.com in about three weeks. It'll be 12 different teams, excuse me, from around the world. I'm talking Ireland, Scotland, um, England, Australia, Spain. And it's going to be 12 different teams where everybody just goes in, you know, real, raw, unscripted. Everybody just goes in and does their thing. Um, so that'll be nice to watch also. Um, yeah, we're, like I said, we're willing. You know, the, it's funny because the movie Ghostbusters has a different tune to you when you um, really start doing it, don't it? <laughs> yeah. And um, is there like a place also for, you mentioned before that you're also a paranormal author. Is there a place for people can uh, purchase one of your books as well? Oh, yeah. It's on, um, they're on Amazon. And they are called Self-Cleansing Religious Poems, Blessed and Knowing, um, A Woman's Cry for God's Help While Living with a Monster. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm trying to think. Oh, and what's the other one? Oh, my goodness. The I, Oh, my goodness. I can't even think of it right now. <laughs> you have to go on Amazon. You can punch in Carla Pickett. <laughs> and, no, it's okay if you can't remember because the links that you've just mentioned, I'll put in the bottom of the description of this podcast episode for my listeners or my new listeners can maybe uh, purchase one of your books or want to go on one of your tours for you. Uh, I just remembered another one, too. Thank you very much. There is another one called The Paranormal Through the Eyes of an Angel. That's the other book I wrote. I have so many, and I was trying to put in the ones that, you know, could really help people right now with all the stuff that's going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, well, Carla, I'd really like to say thank you again for coming on Ghost Travelers Podcast today. I really do appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, everyone, I would like to say thank you for listening. This is your host, PJ. Uh, take care and travel safe. I would like to say thank you to Carla for coming on Ghost Travelers Podcast today. If you'd like to know more about Carla and her tour group, please head over to their website at 
LiftingSpiritsParanormalSociety.com. If you like this episode of Ghost Travelers Podcast, please give it a positive rating and leave a comment down below and tell us how we did. And also, please consider on hitting that subscribe button for new episodes on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays as well, for you don't miss a new episode. Thank you for listening. This is your host, PJ, for Ghost Travelers Podcast. Take care and travel safe.